This is The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. They're running a strange program, y'all. Now, here's Frank Morano. Hour number two of the other side of midnight. I'm Dominic Carter along with Anthony Weiner. We are going to be taking your telephone calls, dealing with a number of topics. Uh, the first one, first, we're going to take Joaquin's call from Pennsylvania, and then we'll talk about the uh, protest as it relates to Israel, Hamas, what's going on, the situation uh, at LAX. At well, the we airport. should talk about. I'd like to talk a little about immigration in general. You know, because there's a okay. lot we don't get often during the during the day. We kind of gloss over these issues. I want to talk a little about my experience in Congress and also some misunderstandings I think people have about the whole issue. Fair enough. Let's go right back to the uh, telephone calls. Joaquin, Pennsylvania, good morning. Welcome to the other side of midnight. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Joaquin. Ding, ding, ding. Uncle theater of the mind. Mr. Carter, I like listening to you, and you've cut me down in the past. But you know what? I enjoy listening to you. And I'm just merely a 64-year-old truck driver married to the same woman for 43 years. Four children, nine grandchildren, you know. I just have to learn how to uh, converse with you, get my point through. And, Mr. Weiner, I disagree with most of what you say, but I'm going to say this. I wish that there were more Republicans who learn how to argue like you do. That's nice of you to say. And congratulations on your long marriage and your many kids and grandkids. Okay. First of all, Mr. Carter, I know you don't like a history lesson, but you know what? When it comes to uh, the Santos, when it came to Ulysses S. Grant, and when when uh, oh, here President we Lincoln go. wanted to make here we go. General of- <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm going to let you do. I really don't like history lessons because that's it's your version yeah, of I history. Want I want to paraphrase a quote Abraham Lincoln, and I have to put it in perspective. And all the generals argued against Ulysses S. Grant because they said he was an alcoholic. He slept till noon, and he was a he he was a, a what's the word uh, like a bum or whatever. Okay, and Abraham Lincoln required re, replied, "Grant fights," and sent him a complimentary twelve barrels of whiskey. And George Santos fights. Are you serious? I, 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 Joaquin, I, I, are you serious? I, I, are you, uh, you know what, Mr. Weiner, I'm going to let you respond to this one because well, are you I can't saying, believe but, you but just what said is that, he, Joaquin. What, well, he fights for what? I know what Ulysses S. Grant fought for. What does Santos fight for exactly? Santos, uh, what he talked about with Mayor Adams in New York City and, and, the, uh, and the immigrant issue and how the lawlessness is getting out of control. Uh, everything that Santos has said so far. And I'm going to tell you right now, most of your callers, if you really listen to what they're saying, I'll bet you that Santos would get reelected in prison. I guarantee you he wouldn't. But do you understand why, Keen, he's telling uh, people what they want to hear? He knows the discontent with the mayor of New York City. He's he's regurgitating what he knows you want to hear. Do we not have a con artist in the White in the White House? Well, hold on. Can I, I have a different different take on what you've been saying, Joaquin. The, the stuff that was offensive, if he did put out a video and saying, hey, listen, crime is out of control in the city, the migrant crisis is out of control in the city, and we need to do something about it, I don't think that would be all that controversial. It was the stuff about the, the 
the the spitting his words out and the the animal and the and the nose ring and all this other kind of stuff. This, okay, perf- this hold on here. Let me let me just finish my thought. I'll let you finish yours. The performative act of oh look at me standing up for this thing so people like Joaquin listen to me and think that oh I'm one of them because I'm standing up against against Adams. It was so transparently performative and phony, and I can't see Ulysses S. Grant doing that. Okay, you know what they've called me? They've called me a white supremacist Nazi racist. I'm going to say one thing. My grandfather won the Iron Cross twice in the German army in the First World War and was executed for helping undesirable people in the Second World War. Okay? I'm called a white supremacist Nazi because I believe in make America great again. Well, I I, I don't know. I don't know if that's true, Joaquin, but I, I, I mean... To be honest with you, I can't believe you're falling for this Santos game. That's all it is. Republicans don't fight. No Republican fight. And what does that have to do with Santos? Santos stands up, and, and so far, every time he opens up his mouth, okay. he fights. Okay, Joaquin, he had no power. And Wait you a minute, hold a, on. Ahead, Wait, you know what he just said? Every time the Santos opens up his, his mouth, hold on, hold on, Joaquin, Joaquin. Joaquin, you say every time Santos opens up his mouth, he's fighting. No, every time he opens his mouth, he's lying. You don't want someone Thank like you. that on your team. Thank you. He, I don't care if he agrees with me on 90% of the subjects. You don't want him on your team because every time he opens his mouth, he lies. And so the moment he says something you might agree with, you got to wonder, wait a minute. I don't want to be agreeing with George Santos. Trust me, Joaquin. You don't want him as your ambassador. Convicted. And now Republicans gave up three seats when we had the lead in, in, in the Congress. We had a four-seat edge. I know, but okay. you're making now you're making a political argument. That has nothing to do with whether or not the Sa- Santos is a yes. It is political. No, it I agree. Political. I agree. I agree. Working. If you're making the political argument that they shouldn't have thrown him out, that's very different than saying that Santos is right or Santos is credible or Santos is someone we should listen to. You can say you want to make the raw political calculation that you need his vote. Fine. But making him some kind of exemplar of of your values, I believe, is a mistake. And putting him in the same same sentence as Ulysses S. Grant and Abe Lincoln is ahistorical. Uh, I don't know about that. I'm just saying that he fights. And I'm sure that you'll find other callers that will agree with me on that. But I want to go back to what you were saying before about Donald Trump and the economy right now. Back when Donald Trump was president, before he left office, I was paying $2.40 a gallon in gas. My best years in life. I'm a blue-collar worker. I'm a truck driver. I've worked my ass off. I work two jobs, you know, so my wife can stay home and raise our four children. And the most money I made was in 1990. Until 2017, when Trump was in office, and I got a 45% increase in wages, not to mention an unprecedented ESOP payout, uh, under the Trump administration, my life was going good until COVID hit. Well, but unfortunately, though, and Joaquin, thank you for calling. It's great to have you. But unfortunately, you don't get to say the administration was great except for the last year. That's not the way this works. And the reason you paid less for gas in, 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 at the end of 2020 is that consumption of all energy was down very, very low because of COVID and prices came down, right? But, but now, after the, after the spike, with the, now the prices are now at, are, are below pre-COVID level. 
profits um, uh, on the on the stock market are at the uh, highest they ever were. Year politics, you election keep, year Dominic, politics. Let's take a pause and you explain what that point means. You're saying what, yes, what all that, these things are that, true. What that point means is that yes, the point is true. Thank but, you. That's but, all, but, but that's it's all hood, voters, that's all voters but it's hoodwinking the American public because as soon as the election is over, what do you think is going to happen? Okay, so you're saying that he, that Joe Biden's doing an excellent job, but I'm afraid he's not going to no, in the future. No, 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 no. That's not, that's not what, an what, what, I, what I'm stating to you is that um, I, I believe in respect for the institution of the presidency, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't throw my words around loosely when it comes to uh, Mr. Biden. He's the president of the United States. But Joaquin was correct how, about how much, th- how much better things were under Trump. And, and now, and now, what a coincidence. The prices are coming down now. What a coincidence. It just happens to be a magical coincidence. Is that what you want or don't want? Well, what are you okay, so then, why, so then why didn't it happen year one, year two, year three with Biden? You mean why was there inflation? No, why, why did— why, I can explain why, that. Well, okay, no, what I'm, asking, mean, I, I what, I'm, what I'm asking directly is why have we had it so rough under this president? That's what I'm asking. And you want to keep okay. saying—you want to keep saying, oh, look at now— but no, you can't just That's, look at now. You have to look at the entire tenure. Okay, fine. If you want to look at why prices work, but you cannot. I mean, I've made this point before. People are going to vote when they're going to vote. If things are better, then things are better. It's, that's the way presidencies, that's the way elected officials work. You can say, well, it used to be worse. Yes, Joe Biden made them better. And you can say, well, I don't like that he timed it this way. Well, I'm sorry. He made it better when he made it better. But if you want to know why there was inflation, I'll explain it to you. First of all, after COVID, when there was very little consumption during COVID because of, the, of COVID, there suddenly was enormous amounts of, of, of consumption all at the same time. What a consumption does is it drives up demands for products, drives up prices. That was happening at the same time as a war was happening that influenced the price of, of fuel and problems with logistics. We were buying all of these products from China. Shipping containers were traveling all in so, one direction. Hold on. Let me just finish my thought. So when Joe Biden came in, there was a mess to deal with. There and was a mess. There was a mess to deal with when COVID. Biden came. It was COVID. Oh, yeah. okay. He, COVID. He came. Okay. He came. okay. There was a mess. And, and the economy, and I just want to stress this. Under Donald Trump, we lost net jobs. The first president ever to do that. Now, you can say, well, don't count year four of his administration. And now here you are saying, don't count year four of Biden's administration. What is with you in year four? No, it's, it's just that you're making a false argument to benefit the guy that you want in the White House. I'm, not, I'm just pointing out that things are better. And you yourself no, said things better, are better. They're better right now. Well, but, that's but all we not, can talk about is right now. They're uh, better. Things are better. You can no longer say we have 9% inflation. So you're saying you're going to complain when it has 9% and, and down when it's low where it's supposed to be. You're going to complain both ways. How exactly does Biden win in your mind? Biden wins by doing what Trump did, and that was being consistent over a four-year period. Except That's the last four, except the last year. I mean, come on, Dominic, just stick well, to an argument here. Well, either no. we count all four years or we don't. <laughs> and at the end, and at the end, listen. The reason that D- Donald Trump was fired is a list as long as my arm. But one of the reasons was he did a terrible job managing a crisis in our country. Okay, so you can't just say, wait a minute, that, that crisis wait, doesn't wait, count. Wait, 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 wait. Who, who got the vaccines? 
You, you said he did a terrible job managing a, a, a crisis we, in this country. Who got the vaccines? Trump did. Okay. Go ahead. Not Biden. Not Biden. Well, yes. How, how did the, the southern develop- border become such a mess where it's wide open now? That's Biden. Well, we can have a conversation about that. No, it's the same laws under Biden and Trump. Okay. And you're right. Right? To a degree. But look at how Trump enforced them and look at the lack of enforcement under Biden. More, more people have been arrested at the border under Biden by far than under Trump. Okay, but what about the people that are not arrested coming in? Many of them, most of them, are here under the asylum uh, um, laws, so they're here legally. You know what? Do you want me to explain that part? Because it's very often, very often I hear on this radio station people talking about the illegals. And I just want to explain to everyone within the sound of my voice that it is the law of the United States of America that if your feet are on the soil of the United States of America and you present yourself, you see these people lined up for, for, uh, to, to talk to border officers? If you present yourself and say, I request asylum in the United States, we have a process where you go before an asylum hearing officer or judge and you say, here's the evidence that I'm subject to persecution if I go home. If it's not safe, I can be sexual violence and not economic things. That, that's that, part of the story. What, what about right. stay in Mexico? What, what about things like that? Stay in Mexico is an agreement that Mexico did because of Title 42 that we don't have. Mexico had to agree to that. There's no law about that. That's not a law. I saw someone say online about our show, oh, they've got to stop in another country. That's not the law. Biden tried to do that by administrative rule, and the court struck him down and says, no, the Congress has to make that law. Has Congress made that law? Well, No, Congress has not made that law. Well, how is it working at the border with Kamala Harris, who's supposed to be the czar The border is a complete mess. The border is a complete mess. And wait, and whose fault is that? The Congress of the United States. Oh. They have to allocate the money and change the laws. So you want you want Biden to get credit in an election here, but you don't want to give him the blame at the border. You asked why the border is a mess, right? Okay, and the my border is not Biden. the border is not a mess because of the executive branch, by and large, because the executive branch just enforces the laws and spends the money. Do you believe there should be more border officers? You're, this is a setup question. It sure you're, is. You you want me you want me to say yes, and yes. then and then you're going to say blame the Republicans. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm going to do better than that. I'm going to say that in this uh, supplemental bill that had aid for Ukraine, aid for Israel, aid to protect Taiwan, also had a thousand new border officers, and the Republicans left town without even taking it up. You're against what, that. We're what, both against that. We'll, we'll, we'll hash this out. Let, let, me, let me bring up the issue of the protest that occurred yesterday at LAX, because I've had it with these uh, <laughs> pro-Palestinian protests. But there was LAX, one here at JFK, too. LAX and also uh, JFK uh, in New York. Here's a bit of what it sounded like. And I want you to hear this, uh, Mr. Weiner, right? So New Year's Day is right around the corner, Sunday into Monday. The big ball drops down in New York. And, of course, for these pro-Palestinian protesters who have it all wrong, it's an opportunity to disrupt, right? So you have, uh, what, uh, a half a million people, a few, few hundred thousand that come to see the ball drop around the world in New York City, And the NYPD is on standby 
as they were at Christmas and Thanksgiving. They disrupted part of the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Uh, This is part of a report that aired on NBC as it relates to this Israel-Hamas situation and these pro-Palestinian protesters. Hey, everybody. Sean King here. No, no, no. That's that's the wrong. That's the uh, wrong one. There. We're looking for uh, cut number four. Cut number uh, four. Okay. So we we don't we don't we don't have that. We do have that. You know, but but we have it. There have been nearly 500 protests in York City since the Israel-Hamas war began. And City Hall is bracing for at least one more before the year is out right here in Times Square. With 2024 rising over Times Square's horizon, the barricades are already coming out. There's just a few more days until New Year's Eve. There's always a serious concern around safety. In New Year's Eve. Mayor Eric Adams says that concern is heightened this year as the NYPD prepares for potential protests at the world's crossroads, especially after pro-Palestinian demonstrators interrupted the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and attempted to disrupt the Rockefeller Center tree lighting this year. And that's a report, Anthony, on uh, NBC. Now, at, at the New York protests, and I've had it with these protests. I'm sick of them. How about showing some solidarity with Israel, the people that were attacked October 7th? But you were part of this in terms of your son was yeah, flying so out, correct? I, I actually, so I'm driving out to, uh, I was telling uh, Curtis this story today. I'm driving out to Kennedy, my son Jordan, who just landed, by the way. He flew unaccompanied for the first time. And we're driving out to Kennedy Airport, and um, there is one of those big uh, signs right about the Woodhaven exit for those people who are uninitiated. There's really two ways you can get out to Kennedy from, from Manhattan. You can take the highways, go the LIE to the Van Wick or the Grand Central to the Van Wick, or you can take Woodhaven Boulevard, which is kind of like a local street. It goes right through my old district. So just before you have to make that decision, there's a sign that, that says the distance, the time it's going to take to get you to Kennedy because a lot of people are driving in that direction. And it said 60 minutes when it should have been about 30. And uh, I also see that these cabs and livery cars are disproportionately going into the lane to turn for Woodhaven, so I follow them. But I was puzzled because, okay, it's a holiday week, but most of the busy, heavy travel days – it, this would not be one of them. Um, so we avoided the traffic. Uh, and then when we got down there, the traffic in the airport was very light. And I'm like, there's something's very weird is going on. And I figured, all right, there must be an accident on the Van Wick. I do what everyone else should do. I turn on my local AM radio station to find out what's going on because that's still the only way you can really find out what's going on in traffic. And sure enough, one of these protests, it was only about 20 or 30 people, but that's all it takes to jam up a highway. Right. And they basically laid across the highway. And what's important about this is that the Port Authority, which is kind of a police department that governs the airport, it's similar to other cities around the country. They swiftly came in, arrested them and towed the cars away and said, all right, we're, we're out of here um, is actually um, Adam Fominioli, you know, drives one of those trucks. He's a caller sometimes to our show. But the thing that I found interesting is my son, Jordan. Uh, uh, my wife has family in Abu Dhabi. He was flying to the UAE. All these, all these Arab people going to UAE were probably jammed up in this traffic, stuck, maybe even missing their flight because of these silly protesters. As far as the cut, there is no way they disrupt the, the dropping of the ball, and I'll tell you why. We have our police are the best. They manage the crowds on January 1st. 
like nobody's business. Nobody's causing trouble on that day because they they have a place that you're allowed to stand. If you leave, you're done. People wear Depends diapers and everything else so they don't have to leave and, and ever. Which is nasty, but go <laughs> no. ahead. By the way, anyone who, who is planning, come to New York, spend your tourist dollars. Tourism has been great in the city. It's not a great day. You know, it's not a fun event going to watch that. It's going to be raining. It's going to be probably pretty cold. You're in one place. So I don't think they'll be able to do these disruptions. But here's what's happening. They are taking people who might be their allies and they're turning them against them, right? Because you, all you have to do is miss one flight because of these stupid protesters. But all that being said, they're going to, you know, if you want to avoid the protests, here's the secret. Travel in the morning. Because all of these hipsters, they get up at 11 o'clock, then they got to shave their underarm or braid their underarm hairs, then they got to put their nose rings in, whatever these, these hipsters do. Uh, there's no way they get up early in the morning to disrupt anybody. They're too lazy. So I'm not really worried about too many more of these protests. How about this? Lock them up. Lock them up. Yeah, you can probably give them a ticket or something. A ticket, something, uh, uh, detain them for eight hours. Make, yeah, make put them through the system, I guess. I guess the guys who who guys who lay on the street, those people are violating traffic laws and everything else. Someone is just walking, doing a protest. You're not going to arrest a thousand protesters, or whatever. But yeah, someone who stops traffic. Because think of the scenario. I mean, it's an it's you know is imagine if there is a fire truck that needs to get through or an ambulance. It's not just someone being inconvenienced. Then it might be causing someone their life. Jamaica Hospital is right along the Van Wick there. Who knows what would would have happened? But they, I think they were inside the grounds of the. Of the airport, which is why the Port Authority had jurisdiction and not the NYPD. I know you get worked up about this. I know uh, uh, Curtis Sliwa does. Others do on this station. Protesters don't bother me. Let them do what they're going to do. They're saying here. By the way, if you saw this on Twitter, they will. Will they they bother you if they throw? Hopefully this doesn't happen. They throw blood on you. Will no. they bother you then? Oh, then, then, then that's assault, and I, I want them arrested. But he, here's here's one that's really testing me. They had scheduled a protest at the Holocaust Museum. Now they canceled it. Can you imagine that? And look, I can't. And here's what's going to happen: they are going to they're going to have the opposite effect. Rather than because they're going to protest at the White House, and they originally said let's meet and protest at the Holocaust Museum. Think about what kind of thinking that is. I'm going to protest at the Holocaust Museum. So all it's going to do is these is they are going to they're going to outkick their coverage. They're going to make big mistakes like this. And they're going to cause sympathy for Israel back to the way it was after October 7th. Which is the way it should be. I agree. The way it should be. In a moment, we're going to let you hear the uh, mayor of New York. Uh, Mayor Eric Adams has had it. He's starting to crack down on these migrant buses. We will let you hear the mayor of Chicago, far, 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 far left, Brandon Johnson, sounding the alarm on migrants. Uh, We are going to be taking all of your calls. We see them in front of us. You could reach us at 800-848-9222. More of your calls when Anthony Weiner and Dominic Carter in for Frank Marano return. The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Marano.
With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYC. It's the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. On the other side of Midnight, Dominic Carter here with Anthony Weiner in for Frank Morano. Frank has the morning off and a happy new year to all of you folks around the country, wherever you may be listening to us from. We are going to take your calls. But before we do that, Mr. Weiner, let's listen to two things, right? New York City Mayor Eric Adams cracking down uh, on the migrant issue as it relates to buses that come in from Texas, declaring and signing a new executive order. And then we'll listen to the mayor of Chicago, Brandon Johnson, sounding the alarm on migrants. But first, New York City Mayor Eric Adams. To better coordinate these arrivals today, I'm announcing an executive order requiring charter buses transporting migrants, those often contracted by the state of Texas, to provide 32-hour notice in advance of their arrival into New York City. To make sure we have sufficient staffing, we are also requiring that these charter buses arrive only between 8.30 a.m. and 12 p.m., Monday through Friday, and to only drop off passengers at one spot unless directed otherwise by New York City Emergency Management. Failure to do so result in a Class B misdemeanor, possible fines, lawsuit, and even buses being impounded. We cannot allow buses with people needing our help to arrive without warning at any hour of day and night. And now the mayor of Chicago, Brandon Johnson, sounding the alarm on migrants. Um, look, the technical support that we receive from the federal government, we appreciate that. Uh, work authorization to put people on a pathway to sustainability, I certainly appreciate that. And without real significant um, investment from our federal government, it won't just be the city of Chicago that won't be able to maintain this mission. It's the entire country okay. that is now at stake. But in no way um, what the state of Texas is doing um, is helping the cause. As much as we recognize that there are challenges, significant challenges at the border. And that is the uh, mayor of Chicago. 
So I'm curious here. We're going back to the telephone calls, but what would have what would a mayor Weiner? How would you have done dealt with this situation? Because it is my strong contention that Mayor Adams should have been out there himself turning these buses around, sending the right message to send, chase these buses somewhere else. Well, he doesn't have any authority to do that. You can't turn around a bus. You can't. It, it, mayors can't stop people from doing something that's lawful. Getting on a bus. And taking a bus to New York City isn't against the law. I mean, look, they're not citizens of America. They're here legally, and and even if they're no, not, no, they're not. You, you and I, we we're gonna we're gonna. No, this have isn't this a disagreement. Debate. This is a fact. Thing. No, no, that, it's a fact based on Anthony Weiner. No, no, it's, it's a not- fact. No, facts fiction are based on people. Let me explain the 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 law that they're here under. They're they're not going to get arrested by anyone because they have now appeared before a uh, a border officer. Asked for asylum, the law of the United States of America. I didn't say arrest them. I didn't say arrest them. Well, if you I stop, said deter, deter. If you turn impede, the bus around, that's that's the same thing. That's no, no, it's not. That's not arresting them. It is. You can't. You detain someone or you don't detain them. Which you can, is it? You can you can turn the bus around. What do you mean turn it uh, around? You, yeah, you, turn it around. There's no I, law. You, there's you, no turning around. Uh, there's no turning around authority in the government. You, you don't have the legal authority to park. We we have permits uh, with the buses that park here at this location. Oh, if you want to say, you don't have a permit. If you go, wanna, if leave. you want to say, wait a minute. There's no permit to come to the city. No, there is, there are permits for bus bus companies to park at the port authority. Absolutely, and absolutely. so 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 that you you're not turning anyone around. Yeah, yeah, yes, you can. You and I both know there are loopholes to send the bus. We both know you can't stop a bus from coming anymore. You can stop a car anymore. Than you can stop a skateboard anymore than you can stop anything else. If someone is someone, these people can legally come. What if they can oh. rent a car and come here? They can walk oh. here. Dominic, see, see Dominic, what, here's what the you're problem. saying, Anthony. Here's the problem. This is why we have this problem where migrants are pimping us. Okay, this is exactly right. why Listen, we have this problem. We can do this two ways. We can demagogue it and we can do bumper stickers, or I can try to explain why this is a complicated issue. If you want it to be simple and say, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna call the, the New York City bus turning around agency to turn around buses. We don't have the authority to do that. These people are here under the asylum laws legally. If they ask for asylum, now the system is broken because that system is supposed to say very soon after you're supposed to go for a hearing. If you're eligible for asylum, you stay. If you're not, you go. The asylum law is now being used as a substitute for our legal immigration process. But here in New York City, there is not an agency of government that turns around buses miraculously, okay. that goes onto a bus. And by the way, but, I'm so, curious. So would Mayor Weena have opened them, welcomed them with open doors the, the way Mayor Adams welcome did? Or and, not, now, and now is whining and complaining and, 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 and running them from them as far away as he can? Welcome or not welcome, they are lawfully here. In your opinion. Not in mine. You, you, you've got to stop saying that, Dominic. But there not, are not laws, in mine. There are laws in the United States of America, and I, this one happens to be one. You can, If you want to, I can Google it for you and show you. That's why these people are not being arrested. No, they're not being, they're not being detained or turned away at the border because this is the way that this administration wants it. That's not the way asylum laws work. Oh, my Lord. I, I mean, I love you like a brother, Dominic, but I'm telling you what the asylum law is. These people are here. That's why when you look at them carefully when they're getting off the bus, they're holding a piece of paper. That piece of paper is when they're supposed to return for a hearing, which is four years from now. It's supposed no, to be ten, four months. Ten. It's not that much. No, four, it's actually ten. It's not that much. It's ten, I'm telling you. Okay, let's say it's ten. 
So the answer to do 10 years is to get that down to 10 days. But that's not going to happen. Okay, but before we go off this, Dominic, don't say they're here illegally. They are here illegally. They are. I'm sorry, Mr. Weiner. You can apologize all you want. I just want you to know that you're wrong. No, I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. They're here illegally. They entered the country illegally because of lax enforcement at the border. Why won't you acknowledge that? Because I happen to know the law of the United States of America. I served on the immigration subcommittee. We have had asylum laws in this country forever. The reason we have so many people coming under the, on the asylum laws now is because of two things. One, people like you saying open border, open border, open border, so they think it's an open border. And two, we don't have a legal system to fill the jobs we have, so they're using this system. If you really care about stopping the asylees from getting here in New York City, the first thing you should do is give them hearings down in Texas. Do you know why we're not? The reason we're not is that Donald Trump slashed the budget to have those hearings. Oh, I knew, I knew we were coming around to that. Yeah. I knew. So because it's, you it's want, Trump's you fault. guys want this problem. It's, you it's, want this problem. You're all, oh, oh my God, oh my God, it's unsafe. You don't want a solution. Why did the Republicans leave town? Oh boy. Why did they leave town? This is can we solve this in an okay. hour? Okay, let's go let's go to one of the calls. Let's go to Janice in the great state of New Jersey. Good morning, Janice. You are on the other side of midnight. Oh my God, my blood pressure just went through the roof. Listen, I'll tell you what the big problem is, Mr. Weiner. We don't have a president who knows what he's doing. We are destroying this country. We are being destroyed, and they are here illegally because they come across. They don't go through um, being checked in. They come in with COVID, and they're put on the bus. They never got shots, but every American had to get a shot. This country is being destroyed right before your eyes, and your little boy is going to be in a lot of trouble. You have no idea. I'm telling you, people that are coming in are all military. Probably, you can even just see they're between 30 and 40 years old. They've all been trained in the army. Oh, we are God. getting an army Janice, of here. Janice, don't, don't, Janice. There's going to be a war within our country. Janice, Janice, don't, don't gild the lily. The immigration system is a mess. There's no doubt about it. We were never intended for the asylum laws to be used this way. But these people are are turning themselves in to apply for asylum. Terrorists don't do that. It, no, it, it's it, called pimping, actually. That's it's what it's not called. Quite, show, show. It's, it's, called, it's called pimping. These, hey, first of all, these are human beings. These are children of it's, God. Let's it, stop it, with the pimping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're human beings, but it's called pimping. What do you mean it's called? They, they, many of these migrants are living better than Americans. Will you admit that? They're coming here for a better life. Hell yeah. But who's paying for their better life? You're missing the point. Are they paying for their better life? Study after study, city after city, place after place says that we wind up benefiting. They said that about our grandparents. Every generation says about immigration. Here's here's the line that I'm going to hear next out of Dominic. I like immigrants. I just want them to come in a certain way. Hey, that's good because that's, that's exactly that's exactly, exactly what so I was now they're say. coming. You're the right. only You're way right. that's the only way that's it's available. called pimping. And, but, 
I, you know, it's called abusing the American st- taxpayer. Stop it. Stop it's it. called. It's called. I'm going to come here and drop my baby. So they're, my baby, meaning I'm going to deliver my baby here, so that my that baby is, is an American so citizen, and so that my baby hey, can get welfare for 21 Dominic years. Dominic, tell Janice he says they're all 20 year old men here to do terror. Which is it? Well, Janice, yeah, exactly. Janice. Why did you guys get your demagoguing in order here? <laughs> you know what, Mr. Weiner? I've been listening to you and trying to figure you out, and you're clueless. You have an idea like I have an idea, but you want to know something? I see a picture better than you do. You have no idea what's happening in this country. And if I... I these people that are coming, they're terrorists. Janice, a lot of them Janice, are terrorists. Janice, I'm going to explain all it to you. Men, military. They Janet, have to be. No, no. First of all, Janice, my friend Dominic says they're all anchor babies. Janice, I'm going to explain it to you. You're being lied to. You're being lied to. Okay, so every wait. Hold on. Let me finish. Okay, let me, I'm, 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 laying, I'm laying down some facts for Janice here. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Janice, you listen to people say, open border. Asylees are illegal. This, we're under attack. They're taking over our country. Generation and generation and generation have been doing that same stuff around immigration. It's the cross through Ellis Island and then turn to the guy behind you and say, get out of my country. That's always been the way it is. I have been in this game for a little while. I've seen it all. Everyone says, oh, no, I'm not anti-immigrant. I just don't like that immigrant. I've heard it said about my people. I've heard it said about Dominic's people. Now we're hearing saying about these people. All I can tell you is if you want to fix this problem, don't look at Joe Biden. If you want to fix the laws... Talk to the lawmakers. If you want to allocate money, talk to the money allocators. But they don't want a solution. Dominic and his party do not want a fix. They want the issue. Mic drop. Okay, so uh, pick the mic back up because we <laughs> we need you to have a mic. So I just wanna I just wanna go through a little a little um, a little uh, line of things. Just and and uh, help me out here. I want to make sure I got my facts right. So the migrants that. Um, that are coming here, right? You say legally, I say illegally. Do they get um, free housing? Only in New York City. Okay, okay. Well, in New York City only, do they get free housing? Yes, because of a Callahan consent decree. Okay, and Chicago, are they getting free housing? They don't get, they don't have a a right to housing in any other city except New York City. Okay, but they're being, Chicago's starting to put them in hotels now. Well, so so, every city has to make a decision what to do if they have homeless people, yes. Right, right, right. Well, no, 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 no. Please don't make the comparison with homeless people. The homeless people are treated like garbage. The migrants are treated like superstars. So let's not make that comparison. Let's, you, let's you, not do you that. You asked me a question, and you right. want to understand the issue, and I respect right. you okay. for entering that part okay. of the conversation. Okay, okay. So now, in, so wait, wait, wait. In Chicago, so, in so, L.A., so, in so, other places. So in American cities, are the schools already overcrowded, and the kids that come along with their parents have to be educated legally and it's making a bad situation worse with the education system. Our schools are not overcrowded. They're actually lower than they were because during oh, COVID, boy. a lot of people left. Listen, a lot of people left cities like New York. We've heard all about that. Cities like Chicago and like L.A. and moved to other places. Okay. So the schools actually, let me just finish my thought. So the schools are not overcrowded. However, any child, irrespective of where they came from, we're not going to let stand on the street. They've got to be in a school. They and by the way, school. that benefits everybody. And Oh, it benefits get, everybody. And we get... It so when the, we don't want so kids when the on teachers the street, so when they got to go hire two hundred new teachers that speak Spanish, that's not a drain to the taxpayer. If you have kids in a school system, if it's a legal immigrant or an illegal immigrant, it's still a child. It is a child. 
So they educate that child. The, but but English as a second language is not a new thing in New York City. It's not a new thing in Chicago. Right, but okay, well, in, in New York. And by the uh, way, we get and we get compensated for uh, under Title I okay. for those students. Okay, in New York City, you know like I know, they don't have enough Spanish-speaking teachers. They It was a, a, a crush to hire. I would teach them uh, in English. These are kids. Uh, I would teach okay. them in English. Okay, now, now the, the, the migrants that come here, are, are they getting free health care, Mr. Weiner? N- only to the extent that if they're... Sick, we're not going to leave them lying on the street. Uninsured people oh, okay. do get taken. Oh, okay. Uninsured people of all ilk, if you lose your job, God forbid, right, right, and you're right. uninsured, we're going to take care I, of you I'm too. an American. If, 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 if the woman, wait, wait, if the woman comes here pregnant. Wait, 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 hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm an American. Right. Let's just remember something. When someone who doesn't have health insurance gets hit by a bus out here in Manhattan, right. it doesn't matter. The bus may not know what their status is. We're going to scrape them off the sidewalk, take them to a hospital. Okay, and then we're going to try to figure out how to pay for them. But that's true always. It's true today. It's true of an uninsured person who's been here for 20 years or someone who's been here for 20 minutes. Well, maybe but we, you, they don't get any special health care benefits, if that's what you're asking. Okay, well, what about when they come, uh, some, and the women, and, and uh, it's not immediately known that they're pregnant, and then they're pregnant, and they have the baby. And who pays for that, Mr. Weiner? Who pays for the baby? To be born, yes. It costs a lot of money. Who pays for that? Hold on. Just again about health care in the United States of America. As messed up as it is, we don't have a single unified health care system. We have what's called health insurance. When you come here as an immigrant, you are not eligible for Medicaid. You're not eligible for Medicaid. However, if you have a baby and you go into an emergency room, you're going to get taken care of. And it would be unreimbursed care, just like, though, just to make it clear, just like someone who is out, who, who just doesn't have a job and walks into a hospital emergency room. That's one of the reasons we have Obamacare, to expand the number of people that are covered. Continue. You, you, you keep talking about Obamacare like it's some great solution. We're talking do, do about you realize, Mr. You Wiener, asked me about health care. How to go I back, answer the question? we got to take a break, but I want to go back to something you said earlier. Uh, that because uh, I can't just let it slide. You said tourism is great here. Yeah, Did I? Are you serious? It's back to pre-COVID levels. It is, Mr. Weiner. We had two teenage girls stabbed less than forty-eight hours ago. No, no. I was talking about that. That tourism is back to where it was at pre-COVID levels. Hey, Dominic, Dominic. If you want to do the hottest headline in the newspapers, I can do that too. But if you want to talk about the stats, okay. The 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 art. We're back at pre pre-COVID levels of tourism. That's good news. What's okay. the beef? But the beef is. You're talking about tourism. A 14 year old girl, a 16 year old girl, is stabbed. Is stabbed. One is stabbed in the back. Yeah, we have. The other is stabbed in the hip. Oh, oh, eight million people. We swelled to 50 million. What a bunch of crazy people walking around. We have crazy people in the city. Welcome to the welcome to the business. Because of Democrats. That's why, Dominic. You have been in the city reporting on the news since the day of the flood. Democrats and 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 Republicans have crazies in the city. Stop talking down my city. What I I'm not talking you down are. the city. I am I, tired of I am telling you. I got it, Tony. We got to take a break. But Mr. Weiner is talking this nonsense, and we we've, we've got to correct Stop this. Stop talking down my city. We, my city is the greatest on okay, earth. Okay, uh, could could you say that to the 16 year old girl and the 14 year old girl from you, South if America? You wanna, if you want to judge our city, if you want to judge our city, that was screaming uh, uh, anti-white comments as he stabbed them. 
Right. So, so what is that indicative of? What that's, that's indicative, a tragedy. What that's indicative of is that we've. What done about it. the fifteen million people that swelled it? That the city swells to every day that that didn't happen to. Just stop it already. Okay. It's demagoguery, pure oh. and simple. And I know it. And I know it's what people at ABC love doing. You know what I like doing? Talking about the facts and the facts of crime. Is, crime is coming down. No, it's, it's any and, crime is too and, many and crimes. I'm going to borrow a page from your book. I love you too. But you love giving the Democratic spin, just talk, 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 talk like a little Pac-Man, and, and you state that it's fact, when Listen, the reality is you, just the opposite. You swerved, you swerved like a car in the Indianapolis 500 away from immigration because I was telling you what's really going on. No, now you want to no. talk about some random terrible thing that happened. Okay. okay. Yes, a terrible thing happened. The New York Post gets paid big money every day to make terrible things on everyone's front page. Oh we here at WABC God. focus on the negative. I oh focus on the positive. God. I'm Mr. Happy. Always oh. look on the bright side. <laughs> I of got him to sing. I got Tony's ready to jump out the window because we're like eight minutes late for a break. We're going to take a break. The other side of midnight coming right back. Anthony Weiner and Dominic Carter. The other side of midnight. Side at Midnight with Frank Morano. It's my city. It's your city. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. Mr. Weiner, did you see where where Tony was about to slam his hat on the uh, board console in there because we were like 10 minutes late for a break? Never mind that. What about all of the people who are used to used to Frank Morano having these long, nice, calm conversations all across all across the the many the many stations that he's on and syndicated? People are throwing their radios out the window and saying, "Yeah." Well, saying, well, I did not sign up for Anthony Weiner yelling at me in the middle but, of the night. But, but look at it this way. You're a New Yorker. What's that song? I'm a native New Yorker. I'm a New Yorker. And, you know, we're, we're on Nationwide right now, but we're both guys that bring it. Right. So, I mean, one of my one, we're going to stipulate that that I'm right on immigration yeah, and that, you know, you're wrong. I mean, so here's the thing. You know, one of the thing, one of the reasons I did. I don't know if you remember this it was about a month ago. Eric Adams was in front of a town hall meeting on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. And he basically threw up his hands and said, I've never seen anything this bad. I don't know what the answer is. I don't think we can. And, and my view is, you asked what I, how, what I would do different if I were mayor. I don't want my mayor saying that. It's your job to manage this tough problems. You don't sign up to be mayor if you only want things to be easy. When we had 9-11, we had the Great Depression, we had... We had challenges in our city, and this is another one. But I will say this. I think that for all the yelling and screaming, and I'm, to some degree I'm just trying to stay awake, but for all the yelling and screaming, there is broad consensus in Congress. I would probably say two-thirds of Congress would support an immigration reform bill that had basically these elements to it. And, and it won't take long. I'm not going to filibuster. One is on the illegal side. There are about 13 million people here, maybe more, 15 million or so, that have been here that are undocumented. I'm not talking about the recent flow, that have been here undocumented. If they can show 
they're working, paying taxes, they've learned English, their kids are in school, they're contributing to society. It's a fairly easy matter to say, all right, here's a temporary document. We're going to give – you're going to pay a fine, no amnesty. You're going to pay a fine. You're going to go to the end of the line for, for – um, but you're going to be able to stay here. And this – with this card, you're going to be allowed to work. Anyone who doesn't have that is not paying their taxes, is not doing this, then you don't get one of those cards. And then we say to employers, if you hire anyone who doesn't have one of those cards, you're held responsible too because every employer out there is just as much guilty when they're hiring someone who is, who is undocumented. We agree on that. Then you take the legal side. Every – let's do the math. Every about 20 years or so, we update the legal immigration system to accommodate changes that have happened in our economy. And what we do is we come up with programs that encourage the kind of people to come here that have the skills that we need, sometimes their manual skills, sometimes their technological skills, to come here. And we say we're going to have a system that you can apply and come here lawfully and legally. And also you can leave if you want. You can come and go so long as what you're doing is legally and lawfully. Right now we have no legal way for these people who just want to work and who want to be hired by the agriculture, want to be hired by dairy, want to be hired in construction, there's no system for that. Congress can say, let's set up a system. Let's go. Let's put our, 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 our nose to the grindstone, come up with that system. And the third thing we do is undoubtedly we have to, we have to secure the border. And that means people like me and uh, people on the left have said, listen – the fence, the border might not the, – the wall. Wait, wait, wait I, I didn't hear that part. Can you say Curtis, that part Curtis, again? Curtis, let's leave that. Let's leave, leave, my, my, my idea here is everyone gets No, I love your bit. idea, but I didn't, I didn't hear that last point. Just one more time, please. Is that we've got to secure the border. Oh, 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 what was so that? that, so what that, was that? So, secure the border? I yeah. just want to make sure I heard you. Even using the silly, stupid things like building walls. You still want me to continue? Okay. So if you do those things and then – and then we, in, we invest in technology at the border that can stand, scan cars and trucks for things like fentanyl. Fentanyl does not come, despite what the, some of the knuckleheads on this station say, people don't carry it in backpacks across the Rio Grande. They come in trucks. They come in cars. They come by American citizens are bringing them in because they're less likely to be stopped. We install those at more places so we can stop drugs coming in. Oh, American just, citizens are bringing in the fentanyl. Yeah, that's where most of it's coming and in. Not, and not the migrants. No, the migrants, it doesn't make sense for them to bring oh, it in. Okay. They, okay. Dominic, right. Dominic, here's the thing about having me on. The yes. thing about having me on is you get some of these myths get busted. No, you know, no, they're no, coming no, in. no, these no, no. You, you know, you know, Mr. Weiner, that I question elected officials even more. Fentanyl. So having you on, right, you're I'll giving explain. me, you're giving me your talking points, but Fent- that don't I make them not. facts. I'm, you, uh, listen, I can hold up my phone to you all night and showing this the case, as you have been doing. Right. Fentanyl comes in the trucks. These are people bringing in in backpacks, and after we get back from 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 the top of the hour. You're going to see that you agree with all four or five of those Well, we'll see about that. And I'm going to play, when we come back, a little clip. You minimized it to to a little degree, the the two girls that were stabbed, the two teenage girls. You minimized it. I just said. We're going to focus on that. We have crazies in our city. Anthony Weiner, Dominic Carter, in for Frank Marano. We will be right back. 